episode 22 packing it up we're back holiday season episode lenny mcgill former packer d back 1994 kevin hurd marcus wiegert back after a packers 31 to 30 win in baltimore marcus is fired up he's going scorched earth this week apparently hey you said bucky brooks wore 22 bucky brooks nfl analyst Claimed to have wore 22 for the 1996 Super Bowl champion Packers. Well, we have the second best podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all other platforms. But the best podcast out there is definitely Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. We'll get the stat crew on the Bucky Brooks uh, jersey verification here by the end of the show. Uh, episode 22, like I mentioned, the Packers 31-30 to 30 victory over the Baltimore Ravens. What, I mean, what do you got? What are your thoughts? I just were you able to watch much of the game being in a family Christmas? Absolutely. A lot going on. No, I locked in. Uh, I don't let things really get in the way. So, uh, dedication. Yep. I locked in very critical of things. Um, as I've mentioned on previous pods, however, it was just the only thing I was disappointed with is you get a chance to step on the throat and they just always seem to leave that door open. Kev. We might talk about that coming up here. We might've mentioned that a few times. Um, Star of the game. Well, here's the thing. You mentioned that we may talk about it. We've we've had a lot of people from that organization listen to this pod, and it's fired some up in a good way. Um, but there's still some individuals that haven't listened to it. So um, Matt Lafleur, if you could please take a listen. Uh, star of the game. I don't want to do it, but I'm going to go. Rogers. I hate to do it. We we say we're never going to pick him as a star of the game. I just. I went through the list and uh, yeah, he was really good, you know, and I don't really know what's going on with this toe. I, I still don't think it's a real thing. I think he's literally, we're going to find out months down the road that he made this whole thing up just for theater after the whole vaccination thing. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd say A-Rod. Yeah. I had to go with A-Rod too. Just sticking with the Christmas theme. Just he's the gift that keeps on giving just all year, just moving into first place for the MVP uh, you just can't say enough about the guy. This That throw to MVS, when you look at it from the field level, I just don't even know what he's looking at. And then he just puts it right on the money. Uh, it's just, you're just spoiled as a fan, just watching him play. Uh, I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. You know, 23 of 31 for, you know, close to 270, three touchdowns. You know, he's going to be on the verge of breaking the franchise record for touchdowns. Hopefully this week. Uh, against the Browns, which we'll touch on later. But, yeah, it's got to be A-Rod. Just got to give the guy his due. We did 22 episodes without naming him a star of the game. So, here we are. Well, that you didn't. I did a couple times. But oh, okay. All right. Forgot All right. This is Fair a, enough. Fair forgot enough. This is a one-man pod with just me joining on the side once in a while. But uh, the good um, is Mr. Front Office Personnel himself, Brian Gutekunst. Hate to give this out to a, a group of guys, but – Devondre Campbell, Rasul Douglas, Chris Barnes, Tyler Davis. I think a guy who's going to be good, play a little quarterback in college before moving to tight end. Uh, MVS, as you mentioned, stepping up. Uh, Josiah DeGuara. Offensive line wasn't phenomenal, but considering all the injuries we've had, making do. I mean, Cal, this is a, this is a pretty good group, dude. Pretty good group. MVS is my good, just – you know, I was a little disappointed in Alan Lazard's, you know, performance. I gave him. And some, you just, and you just, he was listening, I know, man. 
I know. Listening. I just I just started to embrace him and gave him some props, and then he must have listened to the pod and, you know, I don't know, decided to come back down to earth and humble himself a little bit, which is all right, you know. But, uh, you know, MBS, five catches, 98 yards, one touchdown. You know, I already mentioned that crazy throw and catch earlier, but he's just something that the Packers – have lacked, you know, a vertical deep threat. He's always a threat to, you know, run by some people and, and catch a bomb. And I, I thought he did a lot better stuff in kind of the short to intermediate part of the field, which maybe isn't his forte, but you can see that, you know, Rogers wants to get them, get him the ball and kind of build his confidence and just kind of knows that we're a different team because yeah, I think he brings something different to the table. So it's good to have MBS out there catching passes, looking like his old self again. Yeah, uh, you're bad. Uh, my bad is coming into the game, you would think that the Packers, a favored road team with a defense that has gotten burned the past couple weeks after performing pretty well, would just get after the backup quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens, and they just didn't. They just decided to play coverage. They decided to let him get comfortable. I mean, he had very respectable numbers. He was kind of in the same range as Rodgers for the majority of the game. He ended up finishing, I think, with two touchdowns, maybe right around 220, solid completion percentage. But, you know, to be on the road against a, you know, a proud group, a well-coached group in the Ravens, like, you know, they're going to come out to play. And I think the Packers just kind of sat back and just kept taking punches. And we'll talk about this a little bit later, but did they, you know, get lucky? Or did the Packers make plays? It's it's a debate, but allowing Tyler Huntley to get going, and he did some nice things, give him credit, but still, I wish the Packers would have came out and just kind of smashed his confidence right from the get-go. Yeah, but I think my bad part kind of goes into what you're saying. I think we found out who the one link is on this team that we really cannot afford to be without. Kenny Clark. No interior rush. Rashawn Gary did a great job, kind of over-pursued a few times. Um, but, I mean, there was not much of a push from right in the inside. So, I think uh, we missed Big Kenny, and obviously uh, somebody we can't afford to miss once we get to playoff time. So, um, which actually, you know, knock on wood, maybe not a bad thing that he's out right now. You know, resting up a little bit. Um, I don't know. He has a COVID bug, whatever's going on there. Um, you know, interesting topic of protocols and how those are all changing with the NFL. I don't know if we should touch on that because I might rant for 35 minutes. But, um, yeah, Kenny Clark is kind of a missing piece. That's why the interior defensive line in my eyes was very bad. That was your bad. Okay, my fun part of the game, you kind of touched on it earlier, but just all these random different Packers that are showing up every week. I mean, we, we got to have new slots in the Packer pro shop for some of these guys' jerseys. Uh, you know, you had mentioned. Okay. 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 Stop for a second there. The way you said that sounded like you were from the UP. You're like, we got to open up the pro shop to get a few of these guys, their jerseys in there. (laughs) That's like a UP or sounding like a Wisconsinite is what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, it's just fun to just see what different guys we cook up every week Uh, this week. You know, Tyler Davis coming in, playing tight end, and guy was running seam routes like Jermichael Finley back in the day, and we're just chucking the ball downfield. Um, I, I'm pulling up a piece of paper because I'm trying to get names here. Uh, but, you know, Sean Davis was another safety. He got some special teams tick. I think he got a tackle or two, 
in there. Uh, number 30. And then just some lesser known guys, you know, Juwan Winfrey plays. He doesn't have a catch or yards, but I think they like him. That's Love that guy. Love him. Yeah, I think that's why they kept him around. And then, you know, Mercedes Lewis had three catches for 40 yards. I can't remember the last game he had three catches. So it's just, you know, different guys contributing. It's just kind of fun seeing who's out there and, you know, all of a sudden, oh, who just caught this pass? Uh, and, the, and the results are kind of still the same. So it's just fun to see what different guys – you know, and what they're bringing to the table, and and they just seem to be a fun, committed group. So it's it's pretty cool to watch. You know, I'm not as smart as you, so I couldn't think of this answer for fun. But it is really a lot of fun to watch all these different names pop up in there. Um, to watch Big Dog, who's two years older than me, I can barely get out of the couch at night. But I mean, he's making moves out there, like a la Barry Sanders, a little bit. I mean, holy cow! Um, <laughs> So, yeah, it's, it's impressive to see what's really going on. Obviously, touched on all the moves that they've made and the guys they brought in, and it's, uh, it is the definition of plug-and-play. What about ugly? I feel like we have the same ugly. We don't, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a tangent here. So what's yours? Uh, man, let me just sneak this in quick uh, before your back starts hurting from carrying this pod. Um, just lack of killer instinct. Like you talked, I mean, I'm sitting here watching the game and, you know, for all of us who follow our Twitter account, you know, it's not just one of us, every game, we both have access. We're both tweeting stuff, you know, varying opinions. I think the trick is to know who's tweeting what we'll leave that up to everyone. But I will say that I tweeted about how you're watching the game and the Packers feel in control and you're like this is going to be a great win and then all of a sudden we just get down in the red zone throw it three times can't punch it in take a field goal and then we let up some big plays we let them get a touchdown special teams you know gives up poor field position you know bad punt we don't execute on offense or excuse me we don't execute on offense then we have a bad punt give them field position they come down and I mean, we haven't even mentioned it yet on this pod. The Packers could have lost the game. <laughs> the Packers could have lost the game if the Ravens punch in a two-point conversion. And another huge play in the game was they went for it on fourth and five from like their own 30. And then the Packers got field position and then they went and scored a touchdown. And like if the Ravens just punt, maybe we don't score, you know, and we end up losing the game by like five or six. And so are the Packers lucky? Are they good because they made those plays? I believe on fourth and five when the Ravens went for it, uh, it was a deflected pass. Or no, the Packers got pass rush, forced Huntley out of the pocket, and then you know they were bringing him down. He just kind of threw it. It was a dead or uh, incomplete pass. And then of course on the two point conversion, you know Savage got you know half of a finger on it, and then the ball deflected and and Stokes you know batted it away. But if he doesn't get a hand there, does Mark Andrews catch it, who was just killing the Packers all day. Uh, we don't know, but just I wish they would have just ran the ball a couple times, you know, punched it into the end zone, had a nice comfortable win, but instead we had to sit on the edge of our seat and wonder if we're still really good or just lucky. Yeah, that's a great point in a lot of ways, and I don't have the answer for you. That's why they want, want you to watch every single week. Must watch TV, I guess. Find out what's next. We keep coming back for some reason. Well, we keep coming back because we want to do this pod. Yeah, it's true. That's true. 
We don't care about the Packers. Yeah, right. Yeah. This is just simply therapeutic. We just need something to do between Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday, whenever we decide to yep. record it. But yep. yeah. All right. Well, let's let's hear it. What's your ugly? You know, a lot of sick individuals in this world, Kevin, especially in 2021. We're almost in the 22 here. When are people going to just drop the Kevin King slander? I'm gonna, a, is that a rhetorical? Where are we going? With take it? it however you want, okay? I'm about to write a letter to the guy to tell him that he's got a guy in Fondy that's been repping him ever since the day he got drafted. I don't care about the T.J. Watt bullshit, okay? Yeah, T.J. Watt, congratulations. Sack record, whatever. I mean, whatever. Hindsight right? always 2020. By oh, way. my God, isn't it? You know? But Kevin King's out there, does some things on special teams, which obviously we didn't even touch on this week because they were so good. That's – well, no, but just a um, you know minor improvement. We did we did talk week. last week that we were never going to talk about it again. So yeah, okay, yep. And I I talked about it, so uh, I guess I'm fired. But anyway, so when are people going to drop it? Like he gets out there and yeah, fourth down, he gets beat one on one. Andrews to the inside, first down, and Twitter's just like going nuts over Kevin King. What's he doing in the field? Trash, garbage, like. I just can't handle it, Kev. A lot of idiots out there. A lot of people don't understand football, but I guess it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, the Packers are definitely a, a different team with him on the field and, and healthy. And, you know, he's he's always – he's been on the injury report a lot, which, you know, people probably don't and again, like. And, again, if you want to take an angle, right, like, okay, I get that, right? Valid argument there of, like, him being hurt all the time. I, I get that. Right, but he's playing through injuries, which, like, I feel like is admirable. And sometimes he's maybe not at his best. And when he's been healthy, I feel like he's been productive. I just look at it, like, how many pass plays of 20 or more yards has Kevin King given up this year? Three? Two? Might need the stack crew to verify that at the end Let's of get him on it. We talked to him beforehand. Pay these guys way too much money to not show up here. So that's all. Bucky Brooks did wear number twenty-two for the nineteen ninety-six Packers. Well, so there we go. In case you're wondering, yeah, it's just I don't know. I don't want to speak on it anymore. I was kind of fired up more before we started this pod, and then I got into the PC mode. So next Sunday, Christmas Day. Yes, no Saturday. Saturday is Christmas Day, the twenty-fifth. Um, Packers have the Cleveland Browns, who got some love from me uh, during our bye week pod. You know, talking about how they you know, potentially could be a little dark horse playoff team uh, coming off of an ugly loss to the Las Vegas Raiders uh, this week. But I also don't really know who played quarterback for them. So they had a lot of guys out. Um, and so just we know they have a lot of talented uh, guys on both sides of the ball. Great running game. Just don't know who's going to suit up at quarterback and kind of what that's going to be like. But they're also coming off a short week with their game being moved around. Um, but, hey, it's football on Christmas, man. What more can he ask for? You really can't ask for much more other than hopefully it snows, which there's a possibility of it. That would be poetic in Green Bay, which, as Roger said, is Christmas in Green Bay. Where else would you want to be uh, for him? Which is funny because the guy didn't necessarily want to be in Green Bay. But, you know, whatever. Yep, we'll just take him for his word at the moment. But, um, yeah, just interested to see, you know, which Browns team shows up, I think. I think we kind of know what we're getting with the Packers. I feel like they're in a pretty good groove right now, especially on the offensive side of the ball. You know, defensively, 
we'll just see what they do. If it's a brand new quarterback, maybe they go the same thing this week and decide to make it interesting. Not really sure, but um, yeah, just Browns are talented. Don't know which team's going to show up, especially with which quarterback, but you know, feel really good about the Packers win this week at Baltimore because, you know, Ravens were decimated by, you know, injuries. They kind of have been all year, but they still came out and brought it. And, you know, well-coached team, probably one of the best special teams units in the NFL. And so you thought that, you know, there might be some interesting scenarios there, but, you know, the Packers came out and and took care of business, though it wasn't pretty. Anytime you can get a road win against a playoff team, you got to feel pretty good. So if Cleveland gets into the playoffs, hopefully it's another win against the playoff team. We'll see. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Hopefully we're gifted a Packers win this week.